God states very clearly that faith without works is dead. You have people inside the Senate. You have people that are supposed to be on your side. Make the decision to live and die on your turn. You are not wrong. They have to us about everything. The border, the elections. I remember America and the American gun owner are the only things standing in the way of the Great Reset. Who's got the teaching aid? We are fighting a war against principalities. We are fighting a war against evil. I pray that we get to look into the eyes of every single child in this country proudly, that those children can look back and be proud of us, knowing that yes. we fought for them. Men, I don't talk with empty words. Those teaching aids, those are called balls. Gentlemen, I've given you back your balls. You only got one? Improvise. God's given us a chance to make it right. He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Apollo, and I will be your host today. Um, we have a really, really exciting guest on today. A good friend of ours, uh, Chadwick, over from the Liberty Report, uh, gave us some. Uh, he hooked us up with a really cool lead today, and to be honest, this kind of blew my mind. Uh, we have seen over the last few years as law enforcement has failed to stand up for the American people, has failed to put our own interests first uh, to honor their duty, uh, and not all law enforcement, but as we've seen now, crime uh, and criminality completely pervade our society, uh, it turns out that it gets worse. Not only are the DAs, the courts, uh, and many of the police departments uh, beholden to interests that are contrary to the American people and contrary to our way of life, but uh, there is a report that was just released in the last few weeks. It is called the Erickson Report. Uh, so our guest today is Michael Corey. He is an investigative journalist uh, with Plus Ultra. Um, which is, by the way, a really cool name. Uh, it's a great, uh, a great website. You go to plvsvltra.org. Uh, they have the Erickson report on there. Uh, and I'm, we're going to go through a little bit of that today, but, uh, th this information I think is going to blow your mind. And I think it's going to demonstrate just one more time, exactly how much more the American people need to fight for accountability need to become the lesser magistrate, which we've talked about, uh, you know, quite a few times in the last few weeks since uh, Joe came out and uh, spoke about this book, which I've not read as well. So without any further ado, I'd like to welcome Michael Corey to the show uh, from Plus Ultra. Uh, so Michael, welcome. Uh, thank you for being here. And I appreciate you coming on today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate being here. So Michael, before we jump into, into some of the really I mean, I'll just say terrifying and uh, very concerning details that get into SEC uh, violations and all kinds of things. Tell us, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. I, I know you're new to our audience, so tell them about yourself. Tell them about Plus Ultra. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm a Lebanese American. I've uh, been researching and looking into Ericsson as a company for quite a few years now. Um, and with regard to Plus Ultra, it's it's an organization that's putting out action reports. Um, as well as trying our best to hold, you know, people in power, positions of power accountable by providing them, you know, action reports that they're able to actually look at 
um, and then you know deem whether they they saw the information, um, deem whether they, you know when and if they received it, um, and kind of be able to hold them accountable in the court of public opinion. Um, but the reports themselves, we've been working on this one specifically for about four to five months now. Um, where it led us, really, uh, I, I couldn't make it up if I wanted to. Um, but it's it's all connected to a lot of what's happening right now and a lot of what's playing out in uh, Virginia and D.C. through John Durham's grand jury. Um, but yeah, it's it's a very troubling uh, story with regard to this company that's controlling very very important national security um, telecommunications contract for the United States. And so, um, real quick, just because I want to make sure everyone can find your site. Um, Mr. Producer, if you could put up the uh, screen share. Um, this is uh, the site where you can find the report. Uh, this is Plus Ultra with V's, uh, plusultra.org slash reports slash Ericsson. And that's Ericsson, E-R-I-C-S-S-O-N. They can um, also so this type is the in, site. Go ahead. You can also type in ericksonreport.com and it'll go straight to the report. Ericksonreport.com. Awesome. Okay, you can take this down. Um, so before we get into uh, some of the the heart of all this, can you just tell a little bit uh, you know, for the audience who exactly is Ericsson? I know this is a foreign uh, telecom giant, but uh, tell them a little bit about Ericsson and what you actually found and who they are. So they're a very, very important telecom giant out of Sweden, um, and they have... They have a lot of patents and contracts. They've been around for almost 146 years. Um, so they've been around for longer than most countries have been active. Um, and, and so they're entrenched in really uh, over 180 countries with 5G, with their 5G towers. Um, they also have this numbers portability contract, which is essentially a very important contract that deals with porting your number over between, you know, when you, when you reach out to 911 dispatch, this... Uh, this company, Ericsson, through its subsidiary iConnective, is going to be the company that ports your number over in between fire, police, EMS, etc. So all of the emergency services, whenever you need to contact them, uh, this this company, Ericsson, sits in between. So they've, they've also done telecommunications in the United States for over 120, I think even 140 years. Um, so they're a very, very big corporation. But in terms of, uh, in terms of, People knowing a lot about them, most carrying out their business in you know foreign countries, um, a lot of cell phone telecommunications and, and stuff like that. But from what I've found, uh, they're very heavily involved in the overthrows that took place during the Arab Spring and in the Middle East. So it's uh, very troubling where this goes next. And uh, I'm not sure if you want me to jump right into that or. Yeah, you know, um, I think that it would be a good idea to. Um... So before you do, just to kind of cue it up, and if you want to skip ahead to something else, go ahead. If you can go back to uh, my screen share, Mr. Producer, uh, I want to put up the SEC uh, letter that is actually linked in the report that you guys put up. Um, so yep. I just want to point this out. Um, dated September 29th, 2010, uh, regarding uh, a filing April 21st, on behalf of uh, dear Mr. Spurgle, on behalf of LM Erickson, we provide the following responses. And then it meant you state on pages 71, 148, and 179, and elsewhere you have operations in Latin America, the Middle East, Africa, regions that include Cuba, Iran, Syria, and Sudan. 
Uh, you provide contact information related to your offices. As you know, Cuba, Iran, Sudan, and Syria are countries that are identified by the U.S. Department of State as sponsors of terrorism and subject to sanctions. And if you go through the rest of this letter, uh, it lists each one of these companies. In Cuba, Ericsson has distributed switching equipment for fixed telephone, uh, telephony and mobile GSM systems, supervises the installation, provides support for the equipment, uh, and then all of the uh, all the actual dollar amounts for revenues and, and certain contracts are all good. Uh, but Iran, same thing, distributes commercial-grade systems, uh, offers installation support services. Syria, same same deal. Uh, distributes switching equipment for mobile GSM and UMTS systems in Sudan. Uh, so I'll take it back to you. Um, when you say they've been involved with this uh, and in these overthrows, uh, I'll let you take it from there, or however you want to you want to set it up. But yeah, this no, is sure. uh, uh, pretty terrifying stuff. Absolutely, and, and it, it only gets worse. But uh, in terms of uh, right after that letter gets sent, you know, you have November twenty eighth, twenty ten. The United States diplomatic cables end up leaking, uh, which is widely known through WikiLeaks as Cablegate, uh, part of a series known as Plus D. Um, so WikiLeaks publishes two hundred fifty one thousand two hundred eighty seven leaked United States embassy cables. Um, these documents pretty much shred, uh, you know, all of what the State Department wanted to cover up and not allow for people to see. Um, but of course, what the government did there immediately thereafter was Amazon kicked WikiLeaks off their servers after pressure from the Department of Homeland Security. And you had uh, on the second Interpol office in Gothenburg, Sweden, which is a coincidence, of course, uh, issues fresh arrest warrant for WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. And then on the third, uh, the U.S. blocks access to WikiLeaks for federal workers. So it's it, it gets really interesting because from there you have another uh, Swedish company in ABB that uh, deals a lot with um, electricity and infrastructure um, and those kinds of things. Can you hear me still? Yeah, yeah, I can. I'm just I'm just putting okay. this up so people can follow along. Absolutely, and I'll then uh, you so have the Swedish. No, you're good. Uh, Swedish-Iranian economic relations, business as usual, resistance to financial sanctions. So just to like sum up the, the WikiLeaks uh, documents that we highlight and emphasize, they're basically essentially, well, not essentially, Sweden is essentially saying, uh, we understand we have an Iranian community. We understand Iran um, has terrible human rights record, but we're still going to continue to do business with them because we don't want to infringe on the civil rights of uh, the Iranian people that are living in Sweden, which is like uh, <laughs> insane. But um, with regard to that, you also have the, the European Union essentially only allowing Ericsson and then the United States only allowing Ericsson to do business in the very countries, you know, Iran's where the funding comes from. Um, Iran, you know, through Hezbollah takes over in Lebanon, um, does a lot of damage there. So you essentially have all this destabilization within the region, obviously the Afghanistan war and, um, you know, Iraq. So that whole area is has really been completely, you know, leveled and decimated in terms of uh, you know, any ability to fight back. Right? And then, it, and then they make it further worse by sanctioning these countries, or at least under the Obama administration, they did. Um, and these listed sanctions from 2010 to 2013 essentially show that they're going to everyone else except for Ericsson uh, from doing business in this area. So then, and it the donate the Clinton Foundation receives for $750,000 um, 
in a speech in Hong Kong, and this speech was actually sponsored by Ericsson. Um, so seven days after that speech is had, Hillary Clinton comes out with a statement during the sanctions and says, we are not going to broaden sanctions on Iran to include technologies like telecom and expect companies like Ericsson to police themselves. So um, very interesting that she says that and makes that statement and some, some self-policing that they did because as we know, or as you know, at least so far, uh, as of February of 2022, Ericsson has come out with an internal report, which was leaked and it had to be leaked two days after the report came out, which no mainstream media covered at all. Um, it turned out that Ericsson has been funding, sponsoring, and bribing ISIS for a period of over 17 years um, in the region of Iraq and Syria. So our government investigated it. The SEC investigated it and knew about it. The State Department obviously knew about it. Um, Central Intelligence Agency, uh, Department of Justice, they all knew. Um, and then the worst part is the deferred action by the Department of Justice pushed any sort of, um, any sort of uh, deal that they made pushing it back to December. And the reason that for that was because Ericsson's subsidiary, iConnective, was winning and being awarded a very important numbers portability contract, which handles and deals with our 911 emergency services and being ported over. So in essence, I mean, it's actually not in essence, it's literally what it is, a company that sponsors and funds and bribes terrorists like ISIS um, controls our 911 emergency portability contract right now. So I have to, so number one, just to, and correct me if I'm wrong, but they have this history, this investigation, as I believe uh, in the report, it says this was, you know, uh, this investigation was done over several years, close to a decade. And at some point after this was known, or they had already begun this investigation, they were given the contract to EMS, or did that happen before? So that's where, that's where, you know, we were trying to get, do some, deeper digging in terms of the contracting i've been looking through the do the documents and the, the funny thing is uh well it's not funny but uh, <laughs> ties into all the corruption that's going on michael was the one representing rodney joffe in this fcc con so he was representing new star his client while working for perkins coy at the time um and so it's just very interesting that this all leads right back to where we're all seeing this information relay back to anyways but in terms of your question uh, regarding 2013, at this very same time, Ericsson had bought uh, Telcordia Technologies from Warburg Pincus. Warburg Pincus, at that very same time, had it was a, it's a you know it's a law, it's a firm rather investment firm, and they had controlled and had the initial investment for CrowdStrike, um, as well as Newstar and Telcordia Technologies, all at the same time, right? And then they sell Telcordia to Ericsson, a foreign, uh, foreign subsidiary of Ericsson, iConnective. That's what they rebranded as. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, it's just very fishy and suspicious that CrowdStrike is essentially, if you take CrowdStrike and you add them in with uh, Amazon Web Services, you have Ericsson. Um, Ericsson doesn't need an endpoint security. They do that themselves. And because they're a foreign corporation, we can't FOIA them. Um, and because the this specific FCC contract ignored, uh, specifically ignored national uh, national security requirement for the contract. So why they did that, um, I would guarantee that it has everything to do with them knowing about it and them knowing about Ericsson in 2013. In 2013, and you know, 
before we get into more of this, this just sounds like exactly the, the kind of incestuous, like completely unacceptable uh, exceptions and, and, you know, back and forth payoffs that like we've seen with Dominion, the same thing, like they get to audit themselves. No one's accountable to Dominion except, uh, or Dominion's not accountable to anyone except themselves. We can't see their code. They won't show us the log files. Uh, and then you have all these connections to, again, to foreign owned companies. And this is supposed to be the, one of the most critical elements of our, of our civilization, our, our, our voting and any ability to audit that and to oversee the, that the voice of the American people is being respected. That's all gone. And we're being told to look the over the other way and that there's nothing to see here. And now you're telling me that not, on, not only that, but, you know, in addition to the infiltration of all of our institutions and our law enforcement, our 911 calls are being handled by a foreign entity as well. And on that point, when you say they're in control of it, can you explain exactly what it means for uh, a company like Ericsson to be in charge of, of uh, porting the calls? Like why, why should Americans well, consider, uh, why should Americans be considered concerned about that? Because they, there's no oversight. There's literally no oversight whatsoever. And so when something fishy happens, like the Uvalde shooting and you have 90 minutes that, that, uh, take place, you know, before whatever the call was made and, and the action that was taken. Um, if you were to try to deep, get a deeper dive into that, the company that's doing the, that movement and moving over of, of uh, porting over of the number um, is, is I connected, which is a wholly owned subsidiary of Ericsson. So these people are willing to do business with ISIS. They're willing to bribe ISIS. They're willing to do what they need to do in terms of also providing ISIS services in uh, Iraq and Syria. And then suddenly lie about it, um, you know, not properly disclosed on the documentation. Obviously, all the agents, agencies investigating it knew about it. And then, uh, you know, of course, just last week on Thursday, the SEC, after we'd sent them a full report and sent, sent all the other agencies also a copy of the report, uh, the SEC opened up a new probe um, into Ericsson just this past Thursday. So, uh, interesting. Yeah, it's, well, it certainly is, especially considering that there's been an investigation since 2013. Um, so real quick before we go on, I have to uh, read one of our sponsors. Uh, so if you're tired like feeling like someone is always watching on the internet, or maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you, or if you're concerned about the privacy of your identity, using an incognito mode won't solve the problem. IPVanish VPN is here to, to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. IPVanish makes you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties, hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, and even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. It makes you virtually visible, invisible online, and that's really simple. So you can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed. So this means your computers, tablets, phones, even, again, uh, media devices. Uh, IPVanish is offering a 70% off their yearly plan for listeners of Conservative Daily. And you also get a 30-day money-back guarantee with that offer. So you're basically getting nine months for free, and you get a 30-day uh, trial period. So it's a no-brainer. It's very easy to use. You tap one button and you're instantly protected and you won't even know it's running. So stop sharing everything that you watch, everything you search for and buy with the world. Take your privacy back with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to IPVanish 
ipvanimals.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily and you'll get nine months for free. So that's ipvanish.com slash daily. Um, and uh, disclaimer, I actually have to turn IPVanish VPN off when I do this stuff remotely because it won't work. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, so Michael, I... And if you're not, uh, you know, comfortable answering this, that's not a problem. But when you're talking about them porting the calls, they could potentially be, you know, basically messing with uh, 911 calls getting through or uh, response times, things like that. How the people who actually pass this, I cannot think of a single reason that they would allow such a critical component of our, uh, you know, I mean, of our 911 service to a foreign entity, how, how does a contract like that get, get passed in the first place? Um, I would say absolute corruption because the current disinformation czar of the Biden administration that is in the office right now, Michael Chertoff, uh, he actually wrote to the FCC on behalf of Newstar in 2014 for the Chertoff group. And he wrote a complete report indicating that this contract should never, ever fall into the hands of a foreign corporation, especially not Ericsson. So he reiterates that and he posts that back in 2014. So it's just funny that he's the current disinformation czar and now they're not going to be able to deny uh, any of what's in this report because he's actually on the side of of why the hell did this contract go to this foreign corporation with no oversight. Well, actually, that was, that was my next point, because uh, thank you. I find it fascinating that, as you said, the same individual is on record in the past as saying so, and I really want to see what happens with this report. I don't know if this is going to be something that they're going to be able to hide. And to go to one of the one of the points made, am I reading this part of the report right, that uh, Erickson was involved in, in shutting off the, energy, uh, the internet uh, through the Egyptian government? So yeah, no, he and and um, subsidiaries of Ericsson were involved in that, and so it's it's interesting because with CrowdStrike, you had a lot of Intel technology that was being used, not Intel rather, um, Intel pur- purchased McAfee, but um, at that time, 2011, had a lot of McAfee products that were being used to block ISPs in uh, Egypt, and that's what that video uh, shows. But yeah, Nokia is involved in this pro- in this uh, probe, the or- original 2019 probe. And so uh, Ericsson paid Nokia about $90 million um, for their part in that. So it's, there's, there's a lot more there, and we're trying to you know, get it more answers. But of course, there's, there's only so much that we're able to get. Um, you know, they, won't, they won't provide very much. So, <laughs> Well, and, and I see in this report, too, it says here, I want to put this up, uh, if I can. Mr. Producer, if you can go to my screen share. Um, it has current yeah. Verizon CEO Hans Vestberg led Ericsson between 2010 and mid 2016. Yep. And this and is six months prior to when these investigations were alleged to have stopped. Mm-hmm. And so, and so Rodney Joffe's technology, his IP, specifically Rodney Joffe, who will be indicted um, in the near future through, I believe, through Virginia, uh, John Durham's grand jury. And his technology, his IP, no one is really paying attention to it, but it connects to Verizon, it connects to Ericsson, it connects to um, literally all these companies, Newstar. Um, it, it just goes on and on and on. And so the fact that the current CEO 
was overseeing Ericsson during the time that they were funding um, and bribing ISIS for six years, that should be extremely troubling, right? Because wherever the CEO travels, wherever the executive travels, a lot of his security clearances, as well as his intellectual property that's tied to him, also travels. So you, you, you kind of got to follow the, not just follow the money, but follow the intellectual property because that's actually the key. If, uh, if you don't have the, the uh, intellectual property access or royalties to access the intellectual property, then you, know, you would need to have the securities access. So with Rodney Jaffe's case, his technology, his IP is what allows for um, Newstar to port numbers over. It, it's what allows Newstar to port uh, internet uh, information per pertaining to Amazon Web Services. So these, things, these companies are all interconnected. They all stem from the same place, which is Lockheed Martin in 1997. Um, but to better answer your question, you know, it's not a coincidence that Telcordia and Newstar, the only two companies allowed to even bid on that contract, are both uh, owned by Warburg Pincus just before they sell uh, Telcordia to Ericsson. So it's extremely, extremely interesting that that all happens and transpires all at the same time while CrowdStrike gets its inception. I don't think I can hear you. Sorry about that. Uh, no, you're good. Just, I'm looking at this. This is just a whole nother layer. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the same people who have been instrumental and right at the heart of defrauding the American people, robbing them of their voice. And I mean, defrauding massively to an extent that I don't think most people have been able to comprehend until the last year. Uh, you know, using the intelligence agencies against a sitting president uh, involved now as they're speaking about domestic extremists, as they're talking about conservatives and Trump supporters, those who question the COVID narrative, those who question uh, the fact that the 2020 election was in fact stolen and our elections are still being stolen, which is, I think, very apparent after uh, so many of the, the Mesa report, the uh, Arizona report, the events that just occurred in Georgia's primary. Uh, and now on top of this, it's it's like a I can't think of any way to describe this other than uh, you know a subtle attack on the United States. This this seems like warfare. Number one, Absolutely. it's treasonous I think to get these contracts out. But now they essentially have the kill switch on a critical communication system for Americans. And given the Verizon CEO's involvement of it, could, could they be? I assume they could have the same kind of power over. Our, our mobile communications, not just 911 calls. Am I wrong? Uh, no, absolutely. You're right. And what's even more interesting is that those very same contractors are the ones that issue the FISA warrants for the FBI through, through the internet service provider, right? So before it even gets to the NSA, which a lot of people, you know, look at Snowden as a hero because they believe that, you know, what he exposed was such a great thing. But in reality, you had the NSA, which was at war with the CIA, and the CIA doesn't like accountability and they don't like any sort of receipts. So the data being tracked over to the NSA is not something that they would want. So they would want to get that data before it gets to the NSA and then be able to alter it before it gets there as well. And that's what they did with these, uh, they're called trusted third parties uh, in New Star and Telcordia. So, you're, <laughs> so they have the ability to spy on Americans, prevent uh, certain agencies from actually being able to uh, to have any integrity of data they wish to collect. And on top of that, they can 
essentially disrupt communications for the American public at large. Absolutely. And, and the craziest part is that those, those specific companies are the ones that are involved specifically in the FISA warrants that were issued against Trump. And the C, you know, of course, the CIA gets a lot of its data from GCHQ. Unbelievable. You know, uh, and yeah, of course. Uh, I, uh, I, uh, and, go ahead, go ahead. And I wanted to also say, with you know, with regard to Five Eyes and the agreement that they have, you would think that uh, the agreement's all set in stone, right? And you look at what the agreements show and say, but in reality, they're using these trusted third parties to go around and usurp. Um, any of these sort of agreements. So while the emphasis is always put on these uh, these deals and uh, how corrupt and criminal, you know, a lot of people don't really realize that the information can be taken and is being taken through the FBI and then the FBI quarterbacks for the CIA um, and they're literally spying on everybody. And it's not just here, you know, it's worldwide. And so this, like these contracts and the fact that they have this technology, this enables that to a large degree. I mean, I mean am I wrong 100%. about that? No, you're not. So I have a, just kind of a tangent. Because of all the the mass shootings and all these, these mass casualty events or attempts at it, is this technology, would it be possible to somehow, uh, you know, prevent intelligence agents or specifically law enforcement from getting information about people who they know are already a threat. I mean, we've seen several of these Absolutely. shooters that are already yeah. on the radar. Yeah. I mean, a, a lot of these operations that happen, right. If like a lot of people label them false flags, right. Well, they're not going to use, you know, agents that are in the field. They're not going to use people that they know they're going to use uh, off book. And so if they can control those numbers, they can also put lists, right. They can c create lists that would block, you know, these, these numbers between such and such time. Um, you know, all the capabilities that they have and what's more asinine actually to, to, to get into it a little more, there's a really good, uh, movie just for, for perspective purposes, uh, that's on Netflix right now by, with Jake Gyllenhaal called the guilty. And in that movie, he plays a 911 dispatcher. So if you look, if you read our report and go through it and then kind of watch that movie from that perspective and context, it'll really blow you away when you realize all that information that they're having, they're being forced to get from the person they're trying to help. Um, and in many cases, you know, if you're pinned in a car crash or, um, you know, you're being uh, pursued by someone trying to kill you, you know, it's very hard for you to give all of those details. They have all that information. It's just a matter of why they believe they should or shouldn't get all that information out, right? There's uh, security purposes behind why they do it. But it's just insane that they have it all and they're just choosing to have the could be helped immediately, you know, have to give all the other details out. And I'm sure there's other security reasons behind all that, but it's just interesting that they can get all that data and um, really just not tell any of us what they're doing with it because they're a foreign corporation. So you and I are two U.S. domestic persons, right? We're having this conversation over voice over internet protocol. Well, if that database or that data starts to travel through, um, a, let's say Ericsson's technology, right? So it, it travels through their ports. Now it's up to the lawyer, the securities lawyer, like Michael Sussman to decide whether that data we're, me and you, two U.S. domestic persons are having this conversation, whether that data is considered domestic or foreign, because if it's inside of a foreign telecoms, 
equipment that's considered it could be considered foreign data so even though we're domestic u.s persons they're still able to spy on us through a loophole wow wow you know i wonder this is kind of a tangent but um when they oh my goodness i'm blanking on it um when several years ago under obama he updated uh, a bill, and I don't know why I can't think of it, but it essentially changed laws and allowed the American government to propagandize its own citizens, which previously was only allowed over, you know, overseas in other countries. I wonder if they had kind of a, a two-way street with that, and they were using that same method to to justify propagandizing people uh, prior to that, since this does go back so far. Absolutely. I mean, uh, a lot of what Obama did you know, just simply his, even just in his first term, uh, was absolutely criminal, um, unconstitutional. A lot of the bills that he passed, specifically CISA 2015 law, um, which enabled CrowdStrike to do exactly what it did, which was take the DNC servers, take all the data that's uh, literally, so Amazon Web Services runs uh, the cloud infrastructure for 2,300 government agencies. That's US government agencies. So they run the database for the FCC, this commission, they run the database for the RNC. They run the database for the DNC. That's a lot of data, right? Registered yeah. voters. Um, and so if, if you can access that data through the DNS systems and IP like Rodney Joffe's, then that spells a lot of trouble for what should come to play out over the next nine to uh, 18 months. And so educating the people on what is going on and how it's happening is uh, of extreme importance. Um, you know, another point too is, through, when I mentioned GCHQ, you had Lisa Page and Peter Stroke, who you know romantically took off to London. Uh, and they were heavily involved in the FISA process that's tied to Trump as well. So uh, you you look at the times when Rodney Joffe and his tech executives, tech uh, researchers, were also in Paris um, around the same time, and it starts to get really troubling from there because they're all taking this research through the office of the executive executive office of the president and essentially they're cleaning that data to try to fixate it and make it look like trump was collaborating with russia you know and i'm just thinking about this now and you mentioned a few things in your, in your report but i mean this technology and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say that that it was uh frankly i'm, I'm not a the, the tech guy to be able to say that, um, but maybe you, maybe you are, I mean, potentially if, as we know, a lot of these Dominion machines and uh, I mean, so many of these, uh, these networks and now that they have more investigations, they know that there was internet traffic uh, regarding votes. I mean, this potentially could have been monitoring. Uh, I'm not going to say altering because maybe you can speak to that, but this could be uh, maybe a missing part in at least some of the data collection that they were doing regarding the election. But then as well, there are all these issues with nonprofits. I mean, you look at 2000 mules, you look at, uh, you look at some of the human trafficking investigations, some of which involve people in local government and law enforcement uh, at universities. Uh, they could potentially either be, you know, obscuring some of this information or they could know about it the entire time. And it's not being, you know, handed off to the appropriate channels. Do, do you have any uh, thoughts on that? 
Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, the, the, we're starting to research more and more into those patents that he has, and the more we're researching, the scarier it's getting. Um, you know, it's 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 very complex in, in nature, but uh, the idea that a lot of the attention was drawn towards the voting machines, and I understand there was definitely some uh, suspicion with those machines themselves, but where was that data? Who, who handled the data, right? Well, Amazon Web Services handled the data. And so, you know, um, interesting because that specific patent is cited by, you know, it's uh, in the name of Rodney Jaffe uh, as well as Newstar, and it's cited by Amazon Web Services 52. So um, between 2008 and 2021. So you look at the acquisitions that Newstar uh, took over, and when they took those acquisitions over, you know, it has it has to do with a week a week before the midterm elections, they purchased um, one of the signature services so by actually the the second of november you had uh, sorry can you back up uh, one sentence Michael? sorry can you just uh -huh. back up one sentence you you froze for a second oh my bad um so you had the election of 2020 uh november 2nd the day before the election took place new star purchased verisign um and so it's 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 pretty uh, uh, detailed and how that all works, but essentially, on January sixth of twenty seventeen, Obama officially made private the entire internet. Uh, he passed it over to ICANN, where the uh, FCC beforehand had uh, oversight. And on January sixth of twenty seventeen, that stopped. Also, a bunch of laws disappeared from the Federal Register um, on that same day. Also, the uh, Russia, a lot of the Russia, um, you know, targeting of, of uh, Flynn and others happened on that same day. So it's a really big coincidence um, that, you know, I just don't think uh, can can go, you know, yeah, it's 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 not a coincidence. Yeah, I don't know how you explain that one away. <laughs> yeah. yeah and, there's, uh, a, uh, there's a lot of coincidences the last couple of years. Yeah, it's pretty wild. And, and so I think the, the more we can get into this and the more we can bring this report to the people um, and, and, you know, Really, the, the way we designed the report was to target uh, police, sheriffs, um, and emergency services because that's affecting everybody, right? So you start at a point where you can actually, you know, everybody can say, okay, well, I might on some occasion in the future call 911. So I, I should, you should care about this. Um, and, and, you know, the, the more people that are made aware of it, the easier it is to enact change and, um, for, you know, force what should be done, which is justice. And really overtaking all of Ericsson's uh, assets in, in the United States because, I mean, otherwise you're allowing corporations to do whatever they please, which we've already seen happens. Um, but we we fight back because if we continue to allow the creation, which you know is Frankenstein, which are which is corporations, right? It's become Frankenstein, and now it's destroying its own people, its own creator. So. Um, I believe that uh, we have to push back against this corporation specifically. Um, and if we don't, then, you know, the next, I mean, I don't want to say 9-11, but the next, you know, event like that. And a lot of these technologies were actually transferred over from AT&T to Newstar on 9-11, which is another coincidence. But On 9-11? Uh, on 9-11, yep. The top, the, one of the two towers had the cell phone, um, AT&T wireless cell phone, data center uh, tower at the top of it. And when that went down, Newstar came in and basically through AT&T's um, say-so, 
ported the numbers over and that's how new star became you know got its prevalence essentially and so all these coincidences just keep racking up and and you have to ask yourself like do we really sit back and let the sec laugh in our face and mock us or do we get or do we get this report out there we tell police officers sheriffs so far i've you know gotten contact with the phoenix police department as well as a few others and they're they're shocked you know they're actually blown away by it um but you know the next step needs to be like what actions can be taken and how do we ensure that the sec isn't bluffing again yeah absolutely um and you, you know i love that you say sheriffs too because this is not just i mean number one the timing of that is just phenomenal that they turned over all this information which is now involved in all this just in time for the patriot act um you know, and then subsequently the NDAA. So I find that fascinating. Again, I'm sure that's a coincidence. Uh, but you're not Absolutely. even talking about uh, <laughs> you're not even talking about another example of uh, you know some kind of abstract global intelligence uh, boogeyman. This could affect people in a very real way at their local level, right where they are. I mean, you need 911, or you need to get a hold of someone, or someone needs to find you. Uh, and I'm not going to go through all the all the possibilities if uh, just on the 911 emergency services side, not even on uh, on private, you know, cell data. Um, but this is a, a very real danger. And again, just as it is for a lot of our military equipment and so many of these other contracts, our voting systems, this is not something that should be outsourced. This is something that we should have close to home. This is, I mean, the level, if you think of, I've used this metaphor before, you know, the United States being like a, a castle, and yet they continue to let the borders remain open. They refuse to check anyone who's coming into the country. Uh, the withdrawal from Afghanistan, just down and down the line, our castle is being left with the drawbridges wide open. Uh, I mean, if you wanted to get, to make yourself vulnerable to uh, an attack or a coordinated attack by, by enemy nations or, or even domestic actors, this is how you do it. hundred percent. And, and another, another point to add to that, um, while, while it does seem dire and while like, you know, what the, what the Biden administration is doing right now is absolutely pathetic. Uh, they're just destroying this country. But one, one thing that I would say is, is a silver lining in all this is that, uh, when you mentioned the border and MS 13, uh, the, the task force Vulcan, which is a, one of the largest, uh, no, it is the largest task force in the world. Um, is, is, uh, headed up by the director john durham jr um, who is the son of john durham senior um and so people a lot of people don't know that but that is one of the largest federal task forces yeah and it's he's currently the director of it right now so uh people just think it's wow. just one john durham like, nope there's two and uh yeah the, so so the, the reason why i emphasize that is because we can still turn over they're both open investigations so we can still turn over data that pertains to Ericsson. Ericsson has been doing business with in Iran and in neighboring countries like Lebanon, where I'm from. Um, and so that's of hyper importance because Iran created Hezbollah, which controls the Lebanese government. And so that's an Iranian uh, terror regime, right? Um, and so they're actually under the scope of the investigation for John Durham Jr. So, you know, while this would seem very bleak and, and I, I don't want to like say, oh, you know, don't worry, everybody. Like, no, we need to make a lot of noise about this because they're frozen in place. They can't move their assets around and they've, they've basically been on probation for what six years now. And now they just so I do want to emphasize, too, 
it wasn't that they turned over the documents and were being, you know, uh, forward with it. They, the documents were leaked by someone within the company. So it wasn't even the whole, we didn't, we didn't even get the whole leak. We only got like 63 emails. So pretty wild. All of that is for 63 emails. Yeah. Yeah. And not even the full email is just like, little bits and pieces. Wow. Yep. So they have, they have receipts. They know that they funded them. They know that they admitted to it. The CEO admitted to it. There's a class action lawsuit, but you have to ask yourself like how far we allow a corporation to go. And then, you know, further looking into these FCC contracts, um, it's just really important because, you know, this, it's not just the 911 emergency services that this company handles 5g, you know, towers, those frequencies can do a lot of things to people, um, you know, using frequency gates and just we're all made of energy at the end of the day. So, um, you just, you have to imagine how do you, how do you really cause regime, regime change? And you have to, you know, kind of have some sort of a compelling argument for the fact that cell towers were involved and communication systems and the flow of information. That's very important during an overthrow. Well, I mean, the, you can't, you don't need to make that case for well after everything we've seen in, in Egypt, in the Middle East, what we're seeing now in, uh, you know, in Ukraine, the fact that the Department of Defense has admitted that they're engaging in offensive cyber operations in Russia. Uh, I mean, clearly there's value to them in this. Um, but I mean, you know, it says in this report since 2008, I want to 2008. So we're going back to, you know, Obama, the SEC, IRS, State Department, Executive Office, and U.S. authorities knew that Erickson was cooperating with the Justice Department. And it says Swedish authorities knew because they signed a bilateral trade treaty in, with Iran, with Iran in 2008. And um, I just want to, if you can go to my screen share, Mr. Producer, um, just for people who don't, uh, who may not speak trade lingo. Um, just, you know, this is what a bilateral, if you go to, um, you know, government website, just to give you an idea, they basically give these people the same kind of treatment that they would with their own investors. Um, like th this does not seem like a, the type of agreement that you would like to uh, share with someone who is intimately uh, involved with ISIS and doing deals like this, uh, or people who have been involved in you know, shutting off communication despite the constitution of another uh, supposed democracy, you know, in uh, in this century. Uh, so you can go on uh, USTR.gov. You can find this information. And I recommend any of you who aren't familiar with this to go through their support. And if you don't understand something, search it. They did a really great job at putting this information together. And they go through the contracts, the history of these uh, of these companies. Um and it, it's, it's really shocking. Um, but again, and I like the fact that you said it's not hopeless because I don't believe it is either. Um, right now, what I think is, yes, we are in a dire situation. Be, and I think we're all blessed to be able to be alive during this time when for some reason, which I, I would chalk up to, to God, that, uh, that we are being presented with all this information and we're seeing people connecting and you know, kind of putting these dots together. It, it can be a lot because we're seeing so much more clearly now this web of surveillance and corruption and control uh, and, and deceit.
you know, in every aspect of our lives. But, you know, we talked about the lesser magistrate a lot the last week. Uh, and I recommend if you haven't read it, that you read that book. It's called The Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrate by Matthew Truella. Um, if we all, you know, follow those principles and we all act as the lesser magistrates, magistrates, I'm sorry, this is, this will end very quickly. The, I think a lot of the technology that you're talking about and the subsequent uh, uses for it, as well as, you know, intelligence operations against the American people like January 6th uh, and so many of these other FBI uh, stings to, uh, to terrify us. That's what they're meant to do. They're, they're meant to prevent us from acting in that, you know, in that principle and in accordance with uh, standing for things, you know, outside of authority just for the name of it. Um, so I know we're, we're getting close out of time, but I want to give you a few minutes. There's a lot in here. So if there's anything that you want to make sure that people, that people hear or anything you want to point people to, uh, I'll, I'll give you the floor, Michael. No, I would, I would just say, you know, hyperemphasizing the fact that like, you know, I'm, I'm not anyone special. Right. And, um, I've had, I've had my information with regard to the patents. Um, I was able to ask Cash Patel a few times, uh, if he was familiar with them or if he looked into them at all. And so, you know, he's got a national security clearance. He investigated these people um, and he wasn't familiar at all with the, with the patent. So um, I only say that not to not to, uh, you know, inflate my own ego, but just to say, like, we're very powerful when we uh, are passionate and care. You don't need to have special access and you don't need privy clearances to find the truth. Right. The truth's always going to come out. And so the more that we push this issue, like they're backed to they have their backs against the wall right now. Um, you have the special counsel with an open investigation. You have John Durham Jr. going after these terror regimes um, and, and MS-13 as well. It may look bleak, but like average, normal, everyday people getting in the fight, getting involved, and really just pushing the envelope in terms of I'm not going to take whatever the answer they give me is. I'm going to push it out for myself. So that's what we're hoping to do. And to provide this report, uh, we're being censored like crazy, obviously, uh, because this company controls a lot of uh, a uh, very important infrastructure and internet, right? So, you know, yeah. it has to do with 5G, it has to do with FISA, government overthrows, targeted individuals, human trafficking, sponsoring ISIS and terrorism, telecommunications with no proper oversight, and then, of course, the 911 numbers portability contract and control of a foreign telecom. So, really, the big ask from us is to take this report to your local fire chief and department, police chief and fire department, county sheriff, congressman local news station, local and federal politicians, and just, you know, get it out there. Try your best to to let them see it and make sure they do. And, you know, if you can document uh, that you were able to present, just kind of give us the feedback at Plus Ultra and get in contact with us to let us know what the result of that was. Because the only way we're going to get through this is to connect with one another and stop trying to do it, you know, over the internet because they have the controls in place to prevent um, certain messages from getting out. Well, you know, I, and number one, I love that you said that. So two things, again, I want to repeat what you said, because it's important that everyone is, is doing the hard work. It, you know, Michael's just an individual. I'm just an individual. Joe's just an individual. Uh, you know, David Clements, all these, but they are just people. They are no more powerful, no more special uh, here on this earth than you are. So take it to your local fire chief, your fire department, police chief, county, uh, your sheriff, congressman, news, local and federal politicians, do the hard work. If they have a few noisy little people 
constantly, you know, sending them all kind of stuff. That's one thing. If they have the American people or even, you know, just going back to the, the revolution, just a few percent of us telling them and going to them, showing them that we are watching them, that we are not going to accept this and that we're onto them, think the pieces are going to start to move. You know, uh, large doors swing on small hinges. So it's time that uh, we start recognizing that. Um, but I, again, I love what you said about the fact that you're just a person and thank you for doing this work. Uh, frankly, this stuff is a little bit nuts to me. Uh, yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like right, right underneath the surface, you know, uh, and, and it's absolutely huge. Um, there was one, uh, there was a thought that I had on that, but, oh, right. I think it's uh, just before we before we get about ready to finish up. I think it's fascinating now that I see all this, and I, I had to before the show read this report twice because there's so much in there. But I think it's fascinating that now that I understand that they have this capability, and now better with your explanation, that just in time, you know, we have the election, all the unbelievable fraud. Now this technology can influence so many uh, so many facets of our society and and uh, I won't go down the list again, but that they use this COVID pandemic or this pandemic that they shut down society. They, uh, you know, essentially bailed out a lot of the pharmaceutical industries and a lot of these, uh, these biotech companies, which were, you know, on the verge of bankruptcy. Like you talked about the, the kind of revolving door and some of the coincidences uh, regarding the history of some of this technology and these patents. I think it's in the same light. You have the founder of uh, or the CEO of uh, Moderna who gets appointed to Operation Warp Speed as Moderna is bankrupt the year before. They get the first EAU authorization for all these vaccines, and then he decides to go, you know, retire for Operation Warp Speed two months later. Uh, it's just and, uh, it's unbelievable. Ericsson AB also Ericsson AB also um, invests in nanotechnology and, and AstraZeneca, so. It, it's all connected. And, like, you know, the more we dig into these patents and the more, I know a lot of people are hyper-focused on, on the, the Dominion machines and, and the ballots and stuff, but I really do believe the answer lies in these, in these patents and intellectual property because that's something that since Rodney Jaffe is being investigated for fraud right now, those patents would essentially disappear if he gets charged with fraud. So that's an, a very convenient way for us to, um, either have his patents taken back from him or um, have them just be released and and then you know it'd be pretty wild to see what would happen then because I believe that 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 DNS uh, infrastructure is used to prop up the CIA databases and other foreign intelligence services. Absolutely. Well, you know again, now seeing all this, they use the pandemic to push us into a virtual world. And now they want everything to be, I mean, our meetings were virtual. They want us to go to the metaverse. <laughs> like they like again. You go back to the revolution. They closed the the bars, the pubs, the churches. People gathering in public, and they made everything virtual where you know they can see it. So I, I think yep, it's pretty clear. Cool. Yeah, uh, we know we'll, we'll change that, and we'll we'll fight back because we have to. And so you know, I believe that we have the what it takes to to take back this country and. You know, just do the right thing, do right by people worldwide and just take these, you know, these criminals who are, you know, just putting us under absolute despotism like this. It's our duty and it's our right to fight back whenever the government's infringing on our rights. So 
um, you know, I just believe that we'll, we'll get through this and, and, uh, it's just going to take uh, courageous and, and brave people. Amen. Michael, thank you. Uh, could you tell everyone just, first of all, I have a question. Where does plus ultra come from? Why'd you name it that? Um, it's, it's tied, <laughs> um, it is tied to, uh, some interesting history that has to do with the Spanish empire. Um, it is the. The, the term plus ultra means go further beyond, right? So um, it ties back to the Pillars of Hercules and Charles V, um, but it's also tied to Mar-a-Lago and Donald Trump. Um, and there's a lot of interesting connections there. It ties to secret, uh, supposed secret society um, that's trying to take technology and make the make the future a better place. Um, why? What, what, what reference did you get from it? I just I've heard it before, specifically in the you know go further beyond and. Uh, I, I was just kind of curious because it, it's yeah, not something a, you hear very often. It's very distinct. No, no, it's the uh, yeah, it's the motto of Charles Charles V. It's also the personal motto of Francis Sir Francis Bacon, um, and it's also. Well, I mean historically, I mean like in companies. I, I haven't heard anyone use that commercially before. I thought it was very cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's it's got a lot of history to it, so it's it's interesting, it's fun, and uh, you know that it also you know rings true. Like go further beyond, and uh, you know the possibilities are limitless. Absolutely. Well, Michael, I want to thank you. I'd actually, I'd really like to have you on again. Uh, cause I know there's Absolutely. a lot more in this to, uh, to dig through and there's, yeah, there's a, a number more. of connections that I, that I, yeah. And I think you and Joe would, would have a good conversation cause he's much more of, you know, he's a bit of a tech wizard, whereas I'm not. Um, yeah. And I, I didn't want to, again, I, I want to thank you. It's too deep into the technology. Um, you know, and, and I know, I know Joe knows this stuff. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll, there's a lot more to go over. So yeah, I would, I would love to be back. Yeah. And, and I appreciate you by the way, uh, sparing me that torture, uh, <laughs> but, but I, I appreciate you very much, Michael, and God bless you. you. This is really some amazing work that you've done. And again, this is open source, right? I mean, Absolutely. just for the audience, 100%. let you know that, yeah, there's a lot that, that we are capable of. If, you know, we have some determination, we know what, we're fighting for so again michael thank you uh we pray every time that we end the show so uh if you're uh, if you're willing I'd, I'd love to pray with you while you're on go right ahead. father god we father god we thank you we thank you for all of the truth that is coming to light we thank you for the revelations for the awakening of the american people we thank you for those who seek those who expose and compile truth those like michael those like all those working on his team in his corner, uh, those at the Liberty Report, all over the country who are fighting for election fraud, who are fighting to expose the truth about January 6th, who are exposing the lies that have been told to us that have kept us chained to the place that we stand. I pray, Lord, that you rend us of these chains, that you free us of these shackles that keep us attached to fear, that keep us attached to the mediocrity of the flesh that prevent us from moving into the glory that you have ordained for us, that keep us from stepping forward, from speaking out, from being that lesser magistrate. I pray that this information that Michael has uncovered, that he has put together, that the truth of the fraud of the election, that the truth of the goodness of our American people and those still being prosecuted and imprisoned for January 6th, that they do not fight this battle in vain, that they 
are allowed to return to their lives, that their story, that their persecution awakens a fire in the American spirit, that it brings all of us stronger, that it brings all of us together, that they are the catalyst, and this information is the catalyst for the sleeping giant to awaken. And it will awaken looking only to you. I pray that you rend all shackles that keep us attached to distractions and to anger. Strip us of them and bind us only to you. Bind our hearts to you. Bind our, our minds to your wisdom. Bless us with the wisdom of the founders. Bless us with your glory. Bless us with a peace that only you can give us. And may we all stand shoulder to shoulder in your kingdom that we may see this country returned to your law. I pray that all of those people in Ukraine, in Russia, in Lebanon, all over the Middle East, in Africa, here in this country, and all over the globe, that they are allowed to return to the freedoms which you have given them, that they, though they may be suffering, that they may laugh, that they may still dance, they may still experience the joys of this world which you have given us, that their hearts will be made lighter despite the loss, and that their suffering as well is a catalyst to awaken them. I pray that the children look to all of us in the future, and they are proud of us because they know that we fought for them. I ask these things humbly in the name of our Savior, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. Well, Michael, thank you so much. Seriously, God bless you. You've done some amazing stuff, and we'll definitely have you on again. Brother in the background, thank you very much. Uh, I'll give you, if you have a final word, Michael, and, uh, no, and I'll, I'll let you just, go enjoy uh, your evening. I really appreciate you having me on. Um, you know, just everybody, just hope everyone knows, like, we're all capable of doing this work. Um, you know, it is God's work and we have to really, really dig in deep and, and pull this thing out because it matters and it, and it will matter more than we know uh, in the future. So uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And uh, God bless. Thank you so much, Michael. God bless you. And Chadwick, God bless you, brother. Thanks, Apollo. Love you, brother. Always good to, to be a part of your show, man. Right back at you. All right, guys, so that was a little bit nuts. Um, and I don't know, if, Mr. Producer, if Michael has just an awesome spirit. Like, he, I just feel so uh, calm listening to him talk. Um, but very, very brilliant guy. Um, so please, I know uh, we were connected with this interview by the Liberty Report. Uh, so please go over and check them out. Uh, they're on YouTube and um I'm actually going to pull up their uh, their deal because I want to make sure that you guys can go check them out. Um, it is um, – I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll put it in the comments. Um, but go check them out. Uh, those guys are absolutely phenomenal. They've connected us with a few other guests as well. We met them at one of the Reawakening Tour shows, um, and they're amazing guys. Uh, they do a great show. So thank you again to them and, and to Michael. Uh, more more information frankly than uh, than I can handle in an afternoon and, and process but if if you look at at this report it starts to make a lot more sense uh, exactly how things have moved 
in the last few years. And it shows us once again, exactly what their true intentions are. This is the type of technology that could make the world a better place. And yet we still see Americans rotting in solitary confinement right now for an operation that was played against the American people. We still see criminals running free. We still see years now, almost two years later, individuals who, root, who looted, rioted and burned, and in some cases worse, are American cities, and yet they roam free. We see very clearly now what the, what the task is ahead of us. We are nearly at a time where there is no other option but to choose to be that lesser magistrate. If you have not read that book yet, please, I urge you to read it. It is, honestly, it is one of the most life-changing books I've read in the last few years. So, as Michael said, as, as they say in the report, again, go to plusultra.com. Um, you need to go talk to your local sheriffs. And it doesn't just have to be about this, though this would be a, good, a really good start right now. But are your local officials... Are they clear on what's going on? Are your sheriffs going to support you if things get weirder, if things start to decay? Will your sheriffs, will they respect the Constitution? If these people are uh, are found guilty, if the voting machines, uh, you know, if, if they need to be taken out of our polling centers, if they need to be removed, if people are found guilty of crimes against the people, are they going to be on the people's side? If the Biden administration comes uh, and attempts to take our guns, will they comply? The doctrine of the lesser magistrate tells you in very succinct and very uh, plain way that following orders is not good enough. It's not an excuse anymore. There is no more room for people just following orders. It is time for every single one of us to realize that there is only one side here that you can choose. And that is to follow God's law or to follow the laws of man, which may or may not respect the authority that was delegated to them. And that includes the federal government, that includes our local sheriffs, it includes our governors, every single one of them and down the line. And it also includes you as the head of the household or the matriarch, if you have children, make sure that you are respecting the authority that God has delegated to you. And if you are, in fact, uh, honoring it, make sure that you are using it appropriately. We are seeing a chaos and a degradation of our society, and it does not just stem from the top down. It is bottom up as well. There has been a complete imbalance of power from the household all the way up to the city, state, and federal government. But it is easy. I won't say easy, but it is it is simple to fix. So I just ask that you make a choice right now what law you are going to follow. Because to be honest, that's the only choice we have to make right now. The rest will sort itself out. But if you are clear on that choice, then every choice you make every single day afterwards will be an easy one. So that's it. I know we've gone over today. Uh, thank you all. Please share this episode. What Michael did, in fact, uncover is really, really, it's uh, terrifying in one sense, but it's imperative that people understand this. It is imperative.
that people uh, know this information, that your local law enforcement, your local fire knows this information, and, and you need to share it. So please be an ambassador of truth uh, and uh, share the link. I'm going to put it uh, in the – It's actually, it is in the description, plusultra.com, where you can find the report. Share that report far and wide. We're going to be putting it on every social channel, and we're going to be sharing that regularly. Share that every single day. If you see this show, go down into the description, copy that link, send that to 20 people in your phone, and then tell them to send that to 20 people in their phone. That is an easy way to get a lot of traction on this. This needs to be in front of as many eyes as possible, and then all of those eyes need to use their hands and their voices and make sure that those in power know and make sure that there is an effect in their governments. So that that authority, that power is respecting us. Uh, so that's it. We go live Monday through Friday at uh, 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. Uh, we are on Liddell TV too, both of those hours. So uh, thank you to, to the uh, Frank Speech team. And of course, you can go to MyPillow.com. Uh, we're almost at Father's Day, but if you go to MyPillow.com and use CD21 uh, as the promo code, you'll get some awesome discounts. Get your dad some slippers, get him a, you know, some sheets, something like that. All of it's awesome. Um, I actually just stole my sister's slippers earlier. Uh, uh, they didn't quite fit, but uh, they're really nice. So uh, you can watch us live on conservative-daily.com. Uh, that's our site where you can also become a member. We're also on Rumble, DLive, CloudHub, Frank Speech, and you can also watch our episodes on Brighteon. If you're on Brighteon, there's a link in the description to go over to the Health Ranger store, and they have some awesome products that you might want to check out. Uh, Considering the, uh, considering what the future might hold uh, in light of everything that we've learned. Uh, if you want to listen to us on the audio edition, you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and a host of other services that we've discovered recently we're on. So thank you for listening. Uh, please go give us a five-star review. Uh, this episode is really important. Uh, again, please share it. Share it far and wide. Uh, share the audio edition, share the rumble, share that website, Plus Ultra. Um, and if you need a reminder when we go live, text the word FREEDOM, that's F-R-E-E-D-O-M, to 89517. We'll shoot you a message when we're about to go live so you don't miss episodes like what you just saw uh, with Michael. And, of course, going into the description, there's also a link to subscribe to our newsletter. That's an important one. You'll get our daily fax blast. Uh, we've had actually uh, a huge number of those sent in the last few days, especially. So thank you so much to those of you who have utilized that important tool. Uh, and if you go over to conservative-daily.com, you can become a member and you get some huge discounts on that. You you get to send one every day, uh, depending on what level uh, membership you choose. You can send that to your representatives or you can send it to the entire Congress as well as the president. Uh, so please use that tool. Uh, this would be a, you know, a good, uh, a good issue to uh, to write some of them on. So look forward to a fax blast on that in the next few days. Uh, but thank you so much. God bless you all. We'll see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. Mountain Time. And we have a really, really important show tomorrow. That is uh, with Ryan Kelly. He is the uh, candidate for governor here in Michigan. And he is actually now being persecuted by the FBI. He was He's had all of his devices stolen uh, and supposedly for misdemeanors. So... That's going to be a really important uh, interview for you to watch. Uh, we're going to have him on uh, live in the morning. So we'll see you then. God bless you all. Uh, let's take back our country. It's 2022, and it's time to do the hard work. So have a good night, and we'll see you tomorrow.